Kenny Pickett had a lot to say about the Steelers' offense when he was on Cam Hayward's podcast. We'll talk about his confidence and take your calls here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner today. Welcome to the Friday episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making Locked On Steelers podcast your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And as I said before, we're joined by Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, it's great to have you back. Great to be back. Sorry for the uh, absence last week. Uh, it was the Shania Twain concert. And, you know, that's what concert you went to. I heard oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell. Yeah, Shania Twain. <laughs> my all yeah. like my childhood memories. Everything of was course. brought back. She put on a great show. Well, that that's actually that's actually hilarious. It's it's also really funny how uh, I, I have a few friends that went and they were like, "Yes, so uh, I'm still hungover," and that was like Friday. So uh, that that was actually pretty funny. But People let's get into. Crazy. Yeah, Sorry. that's that, that. That's what I heard. No, you're fine. But let's get into uh, some some talking points here because uh, Kenny Pickett recently went on Cam Hayward's not just football podcast, and you know Cam Hayward brought up some of the criticisms that have been made about the Steelers' offense. And Kenny Pickett had some interesting things to say about that. One, he was like, first of all, where did you hear that?" And he's like, "He's like, I'm excited where the offense went this spring, and he thinks it'll be good." Now, we all know in practice, Cam Hayward is like terrorizing the Steelers' offense, and whenever they're getting stops and seven shots, he's like saying, "Like Kenny, you guys didn't score." He's messing with them. He's messing with Najee. He's messing with everybody. But that's part of what Cam Hayward does as a leader. He wants to antagonize you and pull the best out of you. But Part of what I thought was really interesting about Kenny Pickett was we talked about the different formations and the different ways that the Steelers plan to use him and how he's become so much more comfortable with all the phases of it. And he talked about the different things that the, like, that he likes to use as far as uh, the different formations. And he said, quote, I think it's great to be able to work under both. He said uh, when he talked about shotgun and under center, he said, you know, I love working under center and in the gun and then, play, and then adding play action to it. You can get me on the move from both and the versatility from it. And what I can do for, for uh, what I can do with the, and what the team can do, I think that this is a good system for us. Jenna, I think we saw a little bit. There were times when Kenny Pickett started to things started to click for him last year, but it took time for him to get there, and it was still kind of obvious even in the later games. Like there were certain things that he wasn't just automatic with. What is your expectations for how we'll see that work into training camp, and then when the season starts? Well, it just, for me, we know how big of a year this is going to be for not only Kenny Pickett, but this offense as a whole, Matt Canada as well. Just what is this offense going to look like? How are they going to take that step forward where they're going to need to put more points up? I think the fact that Kenny Pickett is going to have the entirety of the offseason, there's not a quarterback battle like there was last year. There's no uncertainty of who's going to start. When is Kenny Pickett's time going to come? It's here. It's now. So he has the full benefit of getting to work with all of his guys throughout spring ball. And then again, we're coming into training camp here. I mean, this is going to be, he's taking those first team reps. He didn't get an entire week of first team reps every single day at practice until week five last year 
yep. when they were playing the Buffalo Bills. So I think that this is really good, solid starting ground for him just to be able to get comfortable with everything because we know as an offense, and especially as a young player, a rookie quarterback at that, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to understand the um, verbiage, just how the offense, how the schemes work and the playbook and things along those lines. And I really think that this is going to be something where when you have the ability like Kenny Pickett does right now to work through the entirety of the off season, all of training camp, taking those first team reps it's really going to be beneficial. He's going to have, in my opinion, I think a much better grasp on the offense than he did just a year ago. And, and even just beyond the offense itself, also the, I think an understanding of his teammates and who they are and how to work with them. There's several things that need to happen. You need to develop a rapport with guys. There's lots of timing. There's understanding of where to put the ball when you're throwing it, you know, when they like to get open with their, with different routes they are. There's so many things that go into the minutia of how football works. It's why it's a fascinating game. It's why there's so many people like myself who get paid to analyze it because there's so many parts to analyze. And that's yeah. where we're looking at we're, we're looking at Kenny Pickett how much more can he grasp this year and I think it's it's very fair to, to, to talk about you know his com his level of comfort with Matt Can with Matt Canada and the offense and it, you know he's backed up Matt Canada before you know that's something that he's he said he likes working in, in this system he's excited about where it can go um and I think that that's where there's that split between Kenny Pickett and what he's saying and what a lot of Steelers fans feel because uh, you know, a lot of Steelers fans, they don't like Matt Cannon because the Steelers offense has been ranked towards the bottom of the league since he took over. Granted, you know, Ben Roethlisberger's last year, Kenny Pickett's first year, there's transition there. But I, I just wonder, is it, it, are we going to be at a point this time next year where this is going to be like an all a forgotten thing and we're going to be like, man, you know, everyone's going to forget that Kenny Pickett stood up for Matt Cannon? Or do you think, Jenna, that Matt Canada gets to stick around and it's like, and it's because of Kenny Pickett uh, if they are able to have success this year? And well, that's the million dollar question, right? It's just going to be how successful can this offense be this season? And look on paper right now, it sounds great. You have Deontay Johnson coming back. And I know people want to look at, oh, last year, he didn't have any touchdowns. It was still such a fluke, in my opinion. It's, and I think Kenny Pickett talked about that as well. Just, you know, how Deontay is a guy that can always get open. He's a really, really talented guy. And there was just some miscues and there were just some misses. I mean, what was it, the last game of the season against the Browns? He should have at least had a touchdown. I mean, those little things where it's like, it, it was just a weird year. And when we talked with Deontay at minicamp, he was thrilled. He's so excited to be able to get back out there and to, you know, he's been putting in so much work. So I think his level of what he's coming in with this year, those two are going to be on the same page a lot more than we saw them last season. But then again, you have George Pickens, who is in his second year. You have the return of Calvin Austin, who we have yet to see. And I know we're going to deep dive into kind of the entirety of receivers. But I think mm -hmm. with how young this offense is, every step that they can take, every learn lesson that they can learn up that they have learned up to this point is something that's going to be really beneficial. Because again, with young players, you're taking that next step every single year, it seems like, and you're getting to the point where, okay, you're comfortable in the system. You understand where you need to be, the route you need to run, things along those lines, what is going to make this offense click. And so I mean, all of this is really going to be how successful can this offense be? Can they finish drives? Because I know that there was a ton of discussion about, okay, they were really good 
you know, in between the 20s, but once they got into the red zone, the lack of finishing there was something that this team is going to absolutely need to come away with here. But I mean, if, if this offense takes steps forward and we see more consistency from them, if we see, you know, Kenny Pickett not being, you know, I don't want to say like handcuffed because I don't think that's the right word, but Kenny Pickett in his ability to be able to find guys like Deontay and George Pickens deep while also, you know, when they on third and five when they need mm-hmm. five get six that's going to be something i think is going to be really crucial for the success of this offseason but it really does or the success of this season the offense this season but it really does depend on what kenny pickett does and i think in turn matt canada and the two combined is really going to be what's going to be the potential for this offense this season Certainly. And I want to talk about that, the aspect of the push and pull of, you know, how much they lean on Kenny Pickett versus the run game that they've been developing. And in fact, Kenny Pickett talked about Najee Harris as well during that, that Cam Hayward podcast. We'll talk about that in a minute here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our great sponsors at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer. And what you get to do with with Vinny is that he's going to be giving you lots of great insight into fantasy advice all season long. So so we're breaking things down for you here on the Locked On Podcast Network, along with eBay Motors, to give you guys guaranteed fits for fantasy picks of the week all season long. This week, this week we're talking. We're looking at, at at some different options here. You can look to take a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick of the first round and the first pick of the second round, and you'd be guaranteed to have two of the sur- surest performers by going all AFC West with Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams and Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Adams has proved he he remains a, a reliable top selection in Las Vegas, while Mahomes again will operate with both of the highest floor and ceiling among the standout luxury options at his position when it comes when it comes to ebay motors you get the guaranteed fit of of having over 122 million parts and accessories for available for your vehicle right at your fingertips you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly air filters brakes batteries taillights alternators shocks struts you name it ebay motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because ebay guarantee fit helps you understand exactly what parts you need for your vehicle the first time so go forth switch gears crank the ac and say goodbye to, to sweat to sweating out if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set for success from the get-go with ebay guaranteed fit Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away for the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle just look for the green check Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter. She's Jenna Harner. We're breaking things down here on your Pittsburgh Steelers here. Now, Jenna... Getting back to you know part of what we're talking about there, you talked about the the the, the reins allowed that's allowed that Kenny Pickett's allowed to have on this offense. We talked a little bit about that with Mark Caboli earlier this week, but I want to address the way that you know, Kenny Pickett talked about Najee Harris on on that pod, on Cam Hayward's Not Just Football podcast. By the way, go check that out. Great stuff as always on that show. Um, 
Kenny Pickett when addressing, he said, I love it. He's especially with Najee. There's a give and take to it. If you have a really good running game, you can trust the defense is going to take it. So if the run game is not too good and those guys don't don't set up, then you know that's where we have a problem. But coming off the spring and what we did, I'm excited to get to camp. And I think that there is there is that that unknown excitement that Kenny Pickett has is can this offensive line pick up not only pick up where it left off last year, but be better with the additions of Broderick Jones and Isaac Ciomalo, presumably to the starting positions on the left side of the line there. Because if the Steelers are going with a run game and their run game is really getting to it, it changes up the dynamic of, of how much you need Kenny Pickett. And, and see, here's the thing. I am, I, you, Jenna, I've professed this a lot. I have confidence that Kenny Pickett will develop into a successful starting franchise NFL quarterback for the Steelers. However, I also think he still needs to be eased into it. I don't think he's just going to pop off this year and be an NFL MVP. But I think that if the Steelers develop a ground, a strong ground game, it will allow him to kind of pick his spots when he has to play at a higher level and grow in a more natural way instead of trying to lean on him and just have him throw the ball all game long. And that will be key for his development to become the quarterback that they eventually want him to be. And that's such a great point, right? Because you look at some of the guys that have had success in the league and obviously quarterbacks are very different and we're seeing that kind of across the board. But I feel like there's a lot of guys who, when they're not just thrown into the fire and say, you know, hey, ready, set, go, when it's a team that has a really solid offensive line, a team that has that balance between the pass game and the run game, and a team that has a defense that can kind of, you know, stay out there, can limit drives by your opponent, limit points by Mm -hmm. your opponent, then it's that balance where you're not asking your quarterback to do too much. You're not asking him to every single time have to go and win the game on a, you know, Hail Mary type of drive. And we did see a lot of, you know, really good things from Kenny Pickett towards the end of the season with his ability to win those game winning drives or to lead those game winning drives and win those games. But again, you don't want to put too much on him. And yes, I know people will say, okay, well, it's the NFL. It's a quarterback. You should be able to do that. But in terms of development, development doesn't just, it's not just a snap your finger type thing and it's done right. here. These, there, there's a lot still. Kenny Pickett will be the first to tell you he still wants to learn. He still wants to grow in because they're never done in that sense. So I, I think it's going to be, if you can have that balance with the run game, which I really do think this team is going to be able to have, just again, building on what they did last season with the additions also of the guys that they added on the line that's no doubt going to make this line stronger and better than it was last year, then you're lessening the load on Kenny Pickett a little bit and you're giving him the ability to get more comfortable as each week goes, you know, things like that. I, I'm right with you. As they as they build that comfort level that you're talking about there, we'll see, we'll see how they play off each other. Because that's that's something that, like, for example, we talk about the Killer B era of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Killer B era kind of manifested pretty quickly once Le'Veon Bell and, and uh, uh, Antonio Brown got started for the Steelers. Uh, Brown kind of worked his way into it for a while. You know, 2013 was his first big year after being with the Steelers for like three seasons or so. And then Le'Veon Bell was drafted in 2013. But 2014 was when it all started to really click and everyone recognized like, oh, that's a talented trio right there with those two guys and Ben Roethlisberger. And then 
it was kind of like once they it, it took time because it took time for Le'Veon Bell to figure out how does he fit with Ben Roethlisberger? How do they how do they balance him with Antonio Brown and keeping all of those stars on the same page and making that an offense that works? And that's something that this group needs to do. And, and let, let's put this I'm saying this right now. I'm not saying that the Steelers have a killer B type of situation lined up for this offense right now because Antonio Brown was the best receiver in football. Le'Veon Bell was arguably the best running back in football and Ben Roethlisberger was one of the best quarterbacks in football. So uh, you had you had that trio. I'm not saying that, that the Steelers will establish that kind of a trio this year, but I do think the Steelers, you know, that that is an example of how it takes chemistry to build those things, and it took time for them to figure that out. If the Steelers, if this is the year the Steelers do figure out that chemistry with, let's say, Pickett, Harris, and Pickens, that could be the key to making this a long-term solution for the offense because right now the Steelers' defense is still the leading part of this team. As much as as you can, as everyone is excited to see Kenny Pickett and George Pickens and this offense with Broderick Jones on the offensive line and everything, as much as everyone's excited to see that group grow, it's the defense that's going to win games most of the time for this team this year. But they, they need to develop this the offensive core for the future because th- that this defense has a lot of players on it who there's some young guys on it. Joey Porter Jr. was just drafted, but T.J. Watts in his late 20s. Micah Fitzpatrick's in his mid to late 20s. Cam Hayward's in his mid 30s. There's a lot of guys that are essential to that defense that won't be there in five to six years or will be on the tail end of their careers, which means when that time comes, if the Steelers haven't hit on another defensive player of the year type player like T.J. Watt or another guy like that, they're going to need the offense to be the group that carries them through games. And that's where I think that right now is, is going to be very important to see which, what guys step up in that in the kind of chemistry you talked about with the push and pull of figuring out each other's comfort levels. And, and look, I mean, the last handful of years, I feel like even you can go back to, you know, the last couple, I would say Ben's last year, but it, it felt like this team, at least from my perspective, covering this team, that, the defense has been the unit that's been leaned on the most in terms of, okay, well, this defense is going to get things done. This defense is going to get that final stop. This defense is going to have that pick six that's going to end the game, those types mm-hmm. of things where it's been a lot of focus on the defense is the unit that's going to win this these games for this team. And I think that might have contributed to the sense of where the Steelers have been the last couple of years. Yes, they have not been under 500, but there hasn't been that playoff success. And to get mm-hmm. there, this offense is going to need to, I don't want to say pull their weight because obviously, but the offense is going to need to match where the defense is and they're need to, they're going to need to be a unit that you can depend on to score. And yes, it's not going to happen every drive. That's just the reality of the NFL, but can this offense sustain drives? Can this offense march down the field, take time off the clock using the run game? And when Mm -hmm. it matters most, find the end zone. When you get into the red zone, this offense is going to have to finish in order to pull just, just to create more of that balance because you see teams. I mean, you look at teams like the chiefs, like the bills, like Mm -hmm. the, you know, the contenders of the AFC, even the dolphins. I know a lot of people talk about them too, in that way, those teams have that balance that I think the Steelers can get to, but it's just going to be a matter of what this offense is going to look like in order for them to get to that point. I'm right with you on that. And to get to that point, just to be clear, Jenna's not saying they need to be number one, number two, they need to be a top 10 offense. We're just talking about being in the middle part of the league because if, if they, if they are that, if they can get to the middle part of the part of the league, 
that puts them that that creates that balance that we're talking about here when we're talking about when we're talking about scoring the Steelers scored on average 18.1 points per game this year and I've made this point before that ranked 26th in the NFL but if they were to say just on average turn one field goal drive into a touchdown drive just on an average per game basis uh, you know, just just finishing better in the red zone than they did last year. And again, one drive. We're not asking for a whole lot there. That is a four point boost per game. Let's say on average, that means they would go from averaging 18.1 points per game to 22.1 points per game, which would make them, according to last year's numbers, the 14th best offense in the NFL. That is what we're talking about here. And again, we're just talking on an average basis. That doesn't mean that every game they'll score 22 points. and That's all they can do. But we're saying that if they find that that will put them right in the middle and on the cusp of, you know, the group that's just outside of the the top 10 offenses in the NFL. That I think is doable if this group has some solid natural growth this year. And that's what we're looking, looking forward to see from the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they can do that. I want to get to some questions here uh, that we have from our fans on the Locked on Steelers podcast. We'll do it. We'll talk about that with Jenna Harner in a minute here. So don't go anywhere. Uh, Chris Carter, Jenna Harner here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, want to get to this question from one of our fans. We have, and uh, we, we get, we sometimes, we do get out of the country calls here. Remember, you can always call in to, the, to, our, to our call in line, 412-223-6644. Leave your name, where you're from, and uh, keep your question under a minute. We'll try to get you on the show. And if you donate to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation campaign, you're guaranteed an on-air answer. Let's get to this question. We have our man, Bruce Stack, all the way out from Sotocano. Honduras with a question about the Steelers offense. Here's Bruce. Hey, Chris, big fan of the show. I'm Bruce Stack from Sotocano Air Base in Honduras. And I had a question regarding the uh, wide receiver room. How do you see this wide receiver playing out when we got Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, Gunnar Olszewski, Miles Boykin? It just seems completely loaded. Thanks. First of all, thank you, Bruce, and thank you for your service for uh, for serving our country. We appreciate you and all and all our servicemen in this country, uh, men and women. Uh, Jenna, I want to get to this question with you because we've talked a, a lot about the receivers and what this room is going to look like. Everyone is kind of settled in on Deontay Johnson one, George Pickens two, with them hoping to be. Uh, with George Pickens hoping to kind of step up and challenge Deontay Johnson as maybe he's the better receiver there. But behind him is where it gets interesting because there's a lot of assumptions that Allen Robinson's the number three, and I think he will be the number three. But Calvin Austin's speed was a re- was a very excited point that we were we were all talking about leading into last training camp uh, as the guy there. Is there a legitimate chance, or do you foresee Calvin Austin and his maybe speed and playmaking ability? becoming a bigger factor for the Steelers than say the veteran skills and gamesmanship of Allen Robinson at getting open for Kenny Pickett in the middle part of the field. I think there's definitely a potential to see that. And I think that's something that's going to be really intriguing to watch, not only throughout training camp, but as the season progresses is how these guys are implemented into this offense. And again, back to what this offense is going to look like, but how their roles are going to elevate what this offense can get to. And I mean, we know there's so much talk about, okay, Calvin Austin is going to be a jet sweep guy and Allen Robinson's potentially going to be a slot guy and all of Mm -hmm. those little very nuances there. But I think there's a legitimate 
thing chance that again with a better offensive line you see more openings for a guy like Calvin Austin and again we haven't seen we've seen him throughout you know OTAs minicamp things like that but we have not seen him in the training camp setting it's it's so wild to think because there's been so much talk about him for you know since the minute he was drafted and now it's like okay we're really going to get to see what this guy is capable of and you hear his offensive teammates talk so highly of him but at the same time a guy like Allen Robinson who can kind of I think we talked about this too be a little bit more of a quote-unquote security blanket for Kenny Pickett where it's like hey he looks through his options and he Deontay is covered and Pickens is you know not his route hasn't developed enough yet and he has to get rid of the ball finding a guy like Robinson over the middle that's going to be this solid you know option consistently where it's hey if you need me I'm here depending on the scheme depending on what's going on but I think there's a balance for both and I think that that's what this offense is going to need too it's going to need both of those guys to not be massive playmakers but just to make consistent plays and I think consistency really defines what we're going to hope to see from this offense this year again if they're finishing drives and they're you know have one fewer field goal than they did a season ago and that can be a touchdown instead of a field goal this team is going to look different. This team is going to be in different conversations. Yeah, I think it it, it, do, it does look different when we're talking we're talking about that. One thing that the Steelers, I think that used to be a thing for the Steelers is that big playability that 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 ability. To just hey, on on any given play, a bomb could happen and a, a receiver breaks open. You get that fifty yard touchdown. We haven't seen that as much of, of late. That was definitely a thing in the Antonio Brown era, even with Juju Smith-Schuster a little bit until he got you know a lot of his injuries. But bringing that back to the Steelers' offense, we have I think the last time that they really had that as a as a as a serious factor was in the middle part of the 2020 season when Ben Roethlisberger still was looking healthy that yep. year, and he was able to connect with Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington and guys at different parts of the field. But Kenny Pickett. I know people get on him for his hand signs. They don't. He has, they, they say, oh, he can't throw the ball, you know, as as far as as some of the as, as like Patrick Mahomes and stuff. Kenny Pickett can hit a deep ball. I've yeah. seen him do it a lot at Pitt. I've and we we saw him do it a little bit for the Steelers last year. I think that he is going to have the opportunities to, especially if this run game gets going. Teams are going to have to start committing to try to stop Najee Harris a little bit more. They're gonna ha- they're gonna be faked out by play action, and it's gonna get some open looks for Kenny Pickett. And if they're able to capitalize on that with some bigger uh, some bigger plays there, that again stretches the defense out more, forces them to honor a lot more, and then it creates the balance that you're talking about there, Jenna, where they where people have to consider a lot here. So you're right, Allen Robinson is a guy where they need a veteran who knows how to get open. And the Steelers have had guys like that over the years. Jericho Cotri in the in the early 2010 was brought in for Ben Roethlisberger as they were working through Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, and figuring out who of that crew they were going to keep. But they needed a veteran to kind of stabilize things. That's who I think Allen Robinson is, is a Jericho Cotri type who can come in, give you some really good, hard-fought minutes, and, and, be a, and be a solid guy to rely on. But they want Calvin Austin to be a home run hitter. They want more home run hitters, period, in their offense. And that's what I think that the balance is going to be is – a security blanket, a, you know, an, an emergency dump off type of type of player who will fight for the hard yards and get those and get those plays versus a guy who stretches the field. Or even if he catches it in wide receiver screen, he's just he's liable to break one because of how fast and explosive he is. 
Yeah, I mean, again, this is the guy that had 4.340 speed. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Something in that range. Yeah. I mean, that's just beyond filthy, and that's something that the Steelers are going to absolutely look to utilize in this offense and give them looks that they necessarily didn't have last year because I think just on paper, this offense and these guys, the receivers particularly, it's a step up from where they were a year ago. And when you add in, again, the fact that Kenny Pickett is in his second season, he's had – a decent chunk of the year where he was starting. He learned on the fly a lot. He learned through mistakes a lot as well. But I think this is going to be one of those things where there should be more balance here offensively. And I think we're going to see that again, as we work kind of through training camp here and get into the first, you know, handful of weeks of the season. I'm right with you. There's a lot of things to be excited about this season where we're going to see a lot of different factors. Training camp is next week. That's crazy. That wow. is great. That is crazy to think about uh, when we're talking about this players report, I believe, on the 26th. And then we start to see guys lining up on the 27th. We will be there. The Locked on Steelers podcast. We're very excited uh, to talk about that. So, Jenna, thanks so much. You'll be there at training camp as well. Uh, well, as we as we get more of the insights of what's happening with the Pittsburgh Steelers at training camp. Jenna, thanks so much for joining us. As always, we love having you on the Friday episodes. We look forward to having you again next week as we figure out the madness of Latrobe and St. Vincent Co- College. But let people know I can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, thank you for having me. As always, it is such a pleasure to be here on a Friday with you, Chris, and all of you listeners and viewers. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram Jenna underscore Harner and WPXI locally in Pittsburgh. Uh, We're going to be at training camp. We're going to have tons of content for you guys. So all the players in the locker room that you want to hear from Alex Highsmith and his contract situation, what's going to happen there. Kenny Pickett, as he gets set for training camps, there's so many storylines where I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a there's a lot to talk about there and there's a lot of things to be excited about. That's why uh, we're I'm finally excited to get to that point of uh, of this of the season there. Thanks again to Jenna and, and thanks again for coming on. And thank you all for joining us here in the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critique. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. You can also check out this show Monday through Friday here on the Locked on Podcast Network, the Locked on Steelers podcast, giving you your team every day. Just a, just a reminder, I said this earlier in the week, this show was pre-recorded on Tuesday. So if there's something that happened and it's not here, it's because I'm on vacation. I like a vacation, please. Let the please man enjoy his break. time. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy some time off. So uh, it's a shout out, but shout out to all our fans. I know y'all riding with us. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back Monday with more here on the, on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks again for checking out the Locked on Steelers podcast. We'll see you then. 